Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Moves and Brews, quarantine edition, where we still watch movies. And we drink some brews. I'm Jordan, and staring at me through the screen here, hopefully wearing pants, is Daniel. You wish. I'm not wearing no pants. Just don't stand up. Not until the video feeds off. (laughs) All right, well. Today we're doing a throwback. We're going to watch some, or excuse me, we are going to talk some Pixar movies. Pixar movies that Dana and I have not seen before. So this should be a fun one to talk about. For yeah. one, I just love Pixar in general. So yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Um, yeah, sit back, relax, grab that drink, and I don't know, hopefully everybody's doing okay out there. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Well, what do you drink on your end today, Daniel? I think it's the same. I think it's the same thing that I had last week with the Terminal Gravity. It's literally the last beer we had in the house. I'm drinking some Hopworks. This one is called Hopworks Urban Brew Tree Frog. Nice. Looks cool. It's got a. I like how the eyes are cans. Yeah. Uh, Tastes interesting. Kind of acquired taste to it, but it's good. All right. Sweet. Ah, yeah. Drinking delightful beer. When That's you're in the spot, beer. too. Well, especially when I've been out in the sun building a fence all day. That hits the spot. Nice cold beer. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to some movie news here. Uh, I don't know what you've got uh, other than more cancellations. I know there's things they've Disney has come out, and I think Paramount came out, and they've talked some new dates for some of their movies like Mulan, Top Gun. Yeah, um, I didn't write down any of the new dates, but I think they're like just later in like November, like closer to Christmas, I think. Mulan got moved to November. I don't remember the exact date, and I think it's December 23rd for Top Gun now. Which, man, I was like, man, that was the one thing I was looking forward to. Like, when we're going to, in a couple months, we'll get out of all this and Top Gun to look forward to. And now yeah. it's like, yeah. damn it. I know, that is kind of a bummer. I knew that. Was it's one like, that you were really looking forward to. Wonder Woman and Top Gun coming out in June. And I'm like, ah. Well, we also got a few other things. Um, nothing nothing like confirmed to going straight to Disney Plus just yet. But Bob Iger said in an interview recently that they are open to putting more Disney movies directly to Disney Plus. But I like I said they're open to it, but at the same time, like I don't see them putting like Black Widow on there because again, that's a billion dollar movie. Same with Mulan, probably. Same with same with Mulan. Mulan. Mulan's at least a three quarter billion dollar movie. Well, that's going to be at least a billion dollars just once it opens in the Chinese market alone. That's just going to be huge. I was so looking forward to that too. At least we still got that uh, for now. The new Christina Aguilera song for it. <laughs> Yeah, that's what everybody is happy about. Damn right. And also, apparently, uh, they're also putting a new on Disney Plus called Adam with. So they're just a little like fun little like shorts and stuff with Olaf from Frozen. You know, Josh Gad still doing the voice. I guess he's doing recording the voice lines from home and they're also animating it and editing it from like remotely from other people at Disney. Mm. So I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool that they can still continue i mean i guess that makes sense still got to continue production on a lot of projects that's fun yeah this is an animator you can work at home yeah 
And one other funny fun thing that is Disney related too that made me feel old, but the Goofy movie mm-hmm. came out 25 years ago today. And that was a movie that I loved as a kid. And I was telling my roommates Gavin and Shiloh about it. And they're all just like, oh my God, 25 years ago that movie came out. Yeah, I only saw that once or twice, but I used to love um, the TV show, Goof Troop. Oh yeah, I was thinking about it. I'm like, man, at this point, I'm probably... Goof Troop! Goof Troop! I don't know. <laughs> I just like, I'm afraid to rewatch it because I'm like, I bet at this point I would relate more to Goofy than I would to Max's son. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe not quite yet, but getting there. I don't know. I'd like to watch that again. I, I guess I guess that would be on uh, Disney. Dis- or uh, I, Disney Plus, yeah. I think it is on Disney Plus. Oh, see, I'm glad to watch that again. I missed that in Animaniacs. Oh, yeah. They do have Animaniacs, I think. Let's hope uh, this week we get a new Lego episode. I was pretty bummed last week when they didn't air it and didn't go to Hulu. I know. I was very bummed about that, too. But hopefully coming soon. I hope so. Because, man, I was, like, so disappointed. I'm like, what's going on? I mean, I got home late that night. So I'm like, all right, it's after midnight. I'm still awake. I'm going to watch the new episode. Star Wars edition, hell yeah. Get on Hulu, nowhere to be found. Mm. That sucks. What's going on here? Well, yeah, it is, I don't know. It is kind of a bummer. But, uh, I'm trying to think. I don't really have any other, any notable news that I had written down or that I can remember at this point. So there's a trailer out there now for this movie called Extraction, starring a Hemsworth. Chris should, uh, Hemsworth. Check that out. What do you say we uh, watch it at the same time real quick? Okay, I got it pulled up. Mine's queued up. All I got to hit play. So, All right. Three. On. Two, oh, oh, hang on. Hang on. Start over. So, <laughs> you can do the countdown. <laughs> I'll do three, two, one, go. So on go, we'll hit play. All right. Got it. Three, two, one, go. So handsome. Whoa. I don't know if I could jump that far. You're hoping if you spin the chamber enough times, you're gonna catch a bullet. Mm. She's easy that way. Who's she? This is an extraction. So who the players? Biggest drug lord in India versus biggest drug lord in Bangladesh. That's some mythic shit, huh? It's a kidnapping. Drug lord's son. We're afraid of pinnacles in this. at 16 hours. Proof of life as of six hours ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they kind of look like, yeah, they look like the girl from, uh... Producer. Johnny oh, okay. Anthony Russo. You want to survive, you do exactly as I say. Who are you? Name? Obi. Move fast, stay low. One dusty car. Something's wrong. The city's on lockdown. Yeah, no shit! The job is fucked, Tyler. Tyler. Just find my money. It is a walking corpse. And David Harbour! You have a family. Yeah, son. 
You died a few years ago. The best thing you could do for that kid would be to put a bullet in his brain. We can't send a chopper and get you out. But you gotta leave the kid behind. Are you gonna leave me in the street? Hang on as tight as you can. Uh, can't you trust me? No. Good. No! Are you always this brave? I'm not brave. You rescue people? Sometimes. Oh. Sometimes I do other things. Alright. Not too shabby. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be a fun action movie. Man, and yeah, no Frida Pinto in that. Uh, the gal in it is called Golshite Farahani. <laughs> Well, I'm but, sure that's not how you say it, but I sure shit can't uh, <laughs> can't uh, say it Chris, better. Chris Hemsworth and David Harbour. Heck yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty right. sweet. And yeah, the guy that directed it, this, he's directed a couple tiny things, but otherwise he's done a lot of stunts, it says, for Marvel movies. But all right, cool. Well, that looks like it could be. That's coming. We might have to do a review on that when it comes out in two, three weeks. Yeah, I mean, might as well. Might as well. Yeah, that looks like a... Good. I'm I'm saying, since it's Netflix, you get to watch it from home. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, cool. Yeah, so it's kind of funny. When I first saw the thumbnail earlier today, I totally thought that was Gosling for a second on it. I'm like, new Ryan Gosling movie? Awesome. (laughs) Just out of nowhere? That'd be kind of crazy. And I was like looking closer. I'm like, uh, wait, nope, nope. That's Hemsworth. It still looks fun. Let's mm-hmm. yeah, let's do it. I'd be down to watch that. A couple weeks cool. here. Yeah, that looks like a fun one. Whoop whoop! All right, yeah, because that's really the only main. The trailer that I saw came out this week. If anything, that looked interesting. Yeah, the only other trailer I saw was the uh, Birds of Prey Honest trailer. That was pretty funny. Oh yeah, I'm sure I saw it pop up, but I haven't. Like I said, since I'm working from home, I. I haven't actually been watching YouTube. I've just been like watching, catching up on some series while I've been working. Nice. Well, it was funny, just like they all are. Yeah. Yeah. Do we got any got any new uh, Zach Morris's trash? I don't think no. That co- those come out on Fridays, so <laughs> we have a couple more days to wait if we get a new one. Zach Morris's trash. Zach Morris. I know those are always hilarious. I dig them. They should move to the Wonder Years next and be like. Instead of, you know, he's not necessarily a trash character, but it's like the time Kevin Arnold stuck his foot in his mouth, he does that a lot in the show. That would be funny. Oh, yeah. oh dude, he like, there's so many times though where like, if he would just shut up for like a second or even think about what he's about to say, like he says some mean things to his friend Paul to Winnie, who he's in love with. It's so funny. Oh, yeah, because he's just a dumb kid and kids say dumb things. Right. I'm like, Kevin, I'm always like, Kevin, what are you doing? Like, no. You don't say that. All you had to say was thank you. 
how did you fuck that up? <laughs> yeah, no, it's pretty funny. All right, well, let's move on here and let's talk some other things we saw this week. I've only got one other movie this week that I saw. Okay. You got any good ones? Uh, I've got a couple. All right, I'll let you go first because I only got the one. So uh, one of the things that we watched this week was it? Okay, so I finally actually saw the movie Waiting with Ryan Reynolds. Oh, I don't think I've ever seen that. Neither, yeah, neither had I. Uh, but sh- we were sitting down. I don't know what night it was. It's all blurring together right now. But we sat down and we turned it on. It's on Hulu right now. And Shiloh's like, yeah, like, and she's like, especially since she's worked in like restaurants for years. And so is my other roommate. And, you know, while I never worked in a restaurant, I'm like, yeah, I can kind of get it. I still thought it was really funny. But like, they're both just like, oh, yeah, all of those people work in the food industry. That's funny. <laughs> and, you know, like, it was, it was oh. a lot of fun. I laughed a lot. And it's funny to see Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds. I mean, what movie came out in like 2004 or something. So it's like, been a while. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to see that one sometime. Where is it streaming somewhere? Yeah, it's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. Okay. I'll have to see that because, yeah, it, it, I remember it looking funny. Is there any other big names in it or is it just him? Oh, well, there's like it's got Ryan Reynolds. And it's got Dane Cook in it. Um, and there's just a small handful of other people that you might recognize from like not like huge stars, but just like people that you might have seen in movies around that time. OK, like no one really notable, though. OK. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'll have to check that one out. It looked funny. And I mean, I was in the restaurant industry for at least a little bit. Not yeah. terribly long, but at least a little bit. Hey, longer yeah. than me. That would be fun. So, last week, you know, we had talked Clerks a little bit. We did our Mall Rats review. So that night, when we were done recording, I went and watched Chase and Amy, another film written and directed by Kevin Smith, which was actually next in line after Mall Rats. Chase nice. and Amy stars Ben Affleck and Jason Lee, as well as Joey Lauren Adams. And, you know, I think I had only seen this movie once. And when I first saw it, I remember just not liking it that much originally. But I think it's because you see two hilarious movies that he did back-to-back. And this one's more of a serious drama. Still got some laughs in it, but it's more serious. Because I do remember thinking when I saw this, probably, it's probably been at least 15 years, like, eh, this one is all right. Yeah, I mean, the other two are way better, but yeah, this, it's okay. But no, right. watching watching it again, though, no, this this is a really good movie. Um, ben Affleck and uh, Jason Lee play, you know, they're friends. They're, they, they're actually, you know, they work on the Blunt Man and Chronic uh, comic books together, writing and doing the animation. Right. Which is based off Jay and Silent Bob. So yeah, it, it's fun to watch them interact. They have good chemistry. But yeah, so at a convention and you know kind of like a comic-con thing ben affleck's character meets um Alyssa, who's joey lauren adams character and he just falls for her well it turns out she's a lesbian but doesn't stop him from chasing after her and right. anyway they do end up dating and falling in love and but yeah you want to talk another character that sticks his foot in his mouth quite a bit that just like you're like no dude no just don't just don't this happens a lot with Ben Affleck's character in this. But anyway, I don't want to give anything away in case anybody hasn't seen it. It's streaming on Netflix right now. Chase and Amy, okay. I, I would say check it out. Nice. It's a good time. Yeah. 
It's definitely something I need to check out because, yeah, I need to see more Kevin Smith movies. I've seen Mallrats. I've seen Clerks 1. I don't think I've... I haven't seen Clerks 2. Uh, Maybe we'll review that one sometime soon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, especially... Yeah, it's just... It's fun. They're fun movies. Well, except for Chasing Amy, but still, I heard it's a good movie. It's a really good one. Yeah, I was watching somebody do, like, a char- like a breakdown, like a character and dialogue breakdown of that car scene in Chasing Amy. When they're just oh, talking right. to each other. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, yeah. So I'm like, oh, that looks really interesting. I should definitely check that out. So I definitely should check that out. I mean, I got time. <laughs> but yeah, um, the only other thing I want to mention. Uh, well, okay. I wanted to mention, I rewatched the 2019 Aladdin last night. Cause we were just, we didn't really know what to watch. We've been watching comedy. So we we're just like, oh, let's just watch something else. I remember like enjoying the movie when we watched it in theaters i think i gave it a good review but after watching it the second time i was just like oh actually i think this movie is just really bad oh really yeah i'm just like i only saw it the one time yeah i rewatched it i'm like like maybe i was giving it like trying to be too nice but i'm just like okay like the songs none of the songs hit like the second time around none of them hit for me ouch (laughs) Except for okay, except for the original songs, which I think was only the uh, the Jasmine song, because that song I still think was actually good. The other ones, like just the redos of the other ones, while they try and do something different, like it's just it just doesn't feel good enough the second time around. And I'm like, ooh, I'm probably never gonna watch this movie again oh, after wow. this. I'm just like, oof, this is, yeah. And I'm just like, I don't know. I was actually surprised about that because i was like oh I, I like this movie yeah let's watch it then i want and it's just like oh no no so aladdin second time through is a no-go for me hmm. just i did not find myself enjoying hardly any part of that movie the second time oh. around that's too bad well yeah i haven't watched it since we watched it in theaters last year uh yeah hmm Makes me less less likely to watch it anytime soon <laughs> yeah well, i mean that yeah Again, if you were going to watch Aladdin, watch the better version. Watch the yeah. animated one. Which I haven't seen in years, but yeah. Well, that's All also right. a Disney Good Plus. Unless you own that one. <laughs> that I do. Yeah, that's a must-own for me. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. They, re- they re-released it on Blu-ray recently. I'm like, shit, I should definitely pick that up. Well, shall we uh, get into our main movies on tap this week? Let's do it. So why don't we uh, let's see here, pulling them up. Why don't we talk Brave first? Let's try to do this to where we talk each movie. I'm going to set a timer for 15 minutes each. Okay, I wrote down a few notes for each one. Actually, it looks like I wrote down notes for Good Dinosaurs, not as many notes for Brave, but we got this. So yes, today we're going to talk Disney Pixar movies that we've never seen before. Now, I've actually seen the first one that we're going to talk about, Brave. I saw that once when it first was in theaters, and but I haven't seen it since. Daniel has never seen Brave, and then neither one of us has ever seen The Good Dinosaur. But yeah, starting with Brave. So yeah, again, I saw this back in 2012 when it came out. Saw it, and just, yeah, haven't gone back and watched it again for whatever reason. You saw it for the first time. Why don't you start with your just initial reactions on it? 
And the okay. count countdown's going. So yeah, we're gonna try to keep each review under fifteen minutes. Okay. So brave for me, like I I hadn't watched it again. I think it came out when I just wasn't going to see movies. Even a Pixar movie, I didn't go see it. But like a lot of people that I, everyone I talked to was just like, eh, it's my girlfriend doesn't like it. And everybody else that I talked to was just like, eh, it's okay. But I'm like, okay, well, looking at the subject matter, like I'm like, okay, well, this sounds like something that I would personally really enjoy. So I was pretty excited to go into it. Now that I've seen it, I am a little bit let down. I thought I was really going to enjoy it, and I did not enjoy it nearly as much as I thought I would. Like, it's that doesn't mean it's a bad movie. It's definitely not a terrible movie. But I think like with Brave and The Good Dinosaur, what they have in common is like their original IPs that just don't hit like their original IPs had in the past. And this is when Pixar's like, oh, maybe Pixar might not be untouchable as they seemingly were like almost up into that point. Um, yeah. I don't know. Okay. I mean, how, how... So, yeah, I remember eight years ago seeing this and thinking, oh, it's all right. I, I think part of the problem though, is you go into a Pixar movie. And, I mean, we had, you know, toy story films, as well as Bugs Life and Incredibles. And one thing they all had is they all made you laugh really good. So yeah. when I saw this, I'm like, ah, it's just not that funny. I don't know. But going back and watching it again, though, the other night, I, I guess overall, I, I like it, though. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, the thing that keeps it going for me that I like the most about it, though, is I love the uh, Merida character, the, the our main girl. Yeah. That we follow. I, I just love her character. Like I love the flashbacks when she's a little girl, just running around with her parents. I mean, I think she just seems very, very sweet. Uh, but yeah, I love following her around. She's a good character. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I think that maybe that's the problem with a lot of people is they went into this thinking like, hey, it's Pixar. I'm going to either laugh really good or cry really good. And it just it didn't really do either for you. So maybe that's why people just think it's okay. But upon rewatch, though, I mean... I would definitely say this movie is in the lower half of the Pixar tier, but it's still pretty good. And this is when the animation was really starting to just look incredible. I mean, so many of these outdoor shots, I mean, especially when her and her mother, when her mother's the bear are at the stream trying to catch fish, the animation is just sharp. Yeah. That's actually something that I wrote down for pluses for both the good dinosaur and brave is especially with such a green color palette, since they're both in like very foresty green areas. I mm-hmm. love that. That's like my favorite color palette. I love just like, I love the forest. So that really works for me. And so, yeah, the scenery is amazing. Like, yeah, when they're catching fish at the stream looked amazing. The water looked really good, especially actually in uh, the good dinosaur. I noticed that the water and like the scenery in the good dinosaur looks amazing too. But yeah, it's just like the scenery was good. I liked the character. It's more or less for me, like the first act I was in, I'm like, yeah, I'm into it. The second act, I'm like, oh, this is the direction we're going. And then by the third act, it kind of comes back around. And I'm like, okay, all right. It kind of brought it back up for me. But that second act, I just was not super into. So, so I, mean, I, actually, I actually went back and watched the second act again today. 
Because I watched oh, really? both, I watched both of them back to back on Sunday, and I went back and watched the second act again. And upon rewatch, I like it better. Because yeah, it does start off good, develop the characters. You know, you've got her parent, you've got uh, Merida, her parents. There, you know, the relationship between her and her mother, and how her mother is like, you know, this is how a princess is supposed to act. And right. she's like, but but I want to do my own thing. But uh, you know, knowing where the story goes, and you know, knowing that it takes place within forty eight hours, I liked it a lot better second time around. Um, you know, just going back and kind of rewatching that second act a little closer. Uh, I mean, there's some good touching moments, I think, between her and her mother when you know, when you, she finds out her mother is the bear, right? And, yeah, her mother can't communicate. And that's one thing I do love is how her mother, as a bear, communicates to her. To me, I find it really funny, especially yeah, when, she, I... when she, you know, first builds the shelter, then the next morning they come out and they're having like the blueberry breakfast, right? I did, yeah, because I guess. Maybe part of it is the letdown is like, I thought we were gearing up for something different than what we, than what we got. Cause how I, in my like mind, I'm like, okay, Elon like war epic or something. Kind of like, it felt like we were going to go on an epic adventure. Like she's like, Oh, I don't want to, I should be able to rule by myself. I wouldn't need to marry or something, you know, something along those lines. So she went to go like on a quest to prove herself and comes back like the hero. But instead, it goes like, actually, you turned your mom into a bear. Now you got to unturn her and you got to turn her back within two days. And I'm like, oh, that just felt like to me, just because I'm like, oh, I'm into it. And I'm well, that's why I think that's why I think if you see this again, knowing where the story goes now, because I think when when I first saw it in theaters, I thought the same thing. We're going on some kind of epic adventure. You know, this is going to be like animated little girl Braveheart. Right, exactly. And then, it, and then it wasn't. Exactly, yeah. So it's just like they went for a smaller scale thing than what I thought. Like, you know, in the beginning, I'm like, okay, well, maybe like all these tribes are going to like come together at the end for a huge fight scene to fight like a warring nation that's actually their enemies instead of fighting amongst themselves. It gets reunited because they kind of hinted that they all united to fight a larger enemy in the past. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, maybe something like that. And it just doesn't really work. And the entire time I was watching Brave, I was thinking, I'm like, I already have seen the better version of this in the How to Train Your Dragon series. Like, I kept comparing it to that in my head. Yeah, maybe, that's not, yeah. maybe that's not right, but it's kind of like still has like that Viking sort of Norse culture mixed in with like the green, like, right. like the similar I mean, settings. The overall story of this is, you know, no fate, no fate, but what we make and a mother and her daughter learning to get along together and be finding friends. understanding in one each other. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. the overall theme. I mean, this movie is not necessarily made for us either. This is definitely made for like, I mean, I could see girls between the age of six and 10 loving this like they do frozen. I mean, again, too, I, I thought they made Merida a very strong character. I, I really enjoyed watching her. She was just fun. I mean, I love when in the beginning when she goes off on her horse and she's just, yeah, by now she knows archery and she's just hitting all the targets as she's going along. That, see, like, I loved that was fun. Oh, no, yeah. See, like I said, like the first act and the third act, like I loved it, especially like, yeah. I love also, I love the dad, how he's just like, oh, yeah, you like your bow? Hell yeah, I here's a bow. I made you a bow for your birthday. And she's just like, she like lights up and she just has like the cutest expression, just like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Yeah, that opening <laughs> flashback scene is great, I thought. And I, uh, as far as uh, I'm trying to think of some favorite parts, that is one of my favorite parts is that opening act scene. I also, I really enjoy um, the whole uh, scene when she goes and meets the witch. I thought that was great inside the hut. 
Yes, I did like that. Like when first uh, the witch is trying to convince her, like, no, 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 no I'm just a woodcarver. She sees yes. the broom doing things. The, the stuff with the broom and then the crow was just hilarious, I thought. I thought but, that was great. Um, I actually kind of liked how, you know, in a lot of like Disney movies or in Pixar movies, like animals are like more than just animals. Like they have like more like larger than life expressions, even if they can't talk. Something I thought was interesting, like and notice right off the bat, I'm like, oh, that horse is it's just a horse. It looks like a horse. It's not like making goofy remarks, it's not doing weird things. It's just acting like a horse, which mm-hmm. I thought was kind of cool because you don't usually see that a lot in Pixar or Disney. I, I thought the same thing. Yeah, there's a couple moments like when it won't follow her that it's kind of like, uh-uh, not going go, not going there. But other than that, you're right. It's just a horse for the most part. And I appreciated that too because sometimes I think they give those characters too much life. Yeah. I mean, like, sometimes it's great, and but sometimes you're just like, all right, maybe dial it back a little bit. Yeah. Like, usually, like, Let you would horse use the horse. horse. Yeah, like, Entangled, where the horse is comic, like, comedic uh, relief and stuff, which I still love Tangled. It works well in that movie. But, you know, like, usually that's usually what they go for. So mm-hmm. I was kind of, like, thought that was interesting. Like, the bear is a bear. Like, you know, um, the only time, like, the bears aren't bears are when it's her mom or when her brothers turn into little cubs which i do i do like i do like her triplet brothers they're pretty funny in the whole thing and i think they're kind of the comic relief in a lot of this like the dinner table scene but yes when they turn into three little cubs they kind of it made me think of huey dewey and louie from ducktales because oh, they're yeah. all essentially the same person just acting kind of as one Instead yeah. of little individuals, yeah. but I thought that well, was in that fun. beginning part too when they're sneaking the plate away and they yeah. catapult themselves onto the hay hay bale. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, no, they were hilarious. I loved when they were like making all the uh the bear sounds in the castle and they're just like sliding through all these little secret passageways that they found. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a lot of fun. It's hilarious. Uh, oh god. Oh uh, saying how how much time we got? We uh Three and a half minutes. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. Let me pull up my list and actually look. Mm. Uh, rewatching the second second part, though, or watching the second act again, and I fast-forwarded from the second act to the very end, too. I think, you know, when she is crying, when her she puts the blanket over her mother and is crying, I think that it really is a touching moment. Yeah. I mean, even... Um, us, the audience, we know her mom's going to turn from a bear back to human, but it's still a very touching moment with watching the girls, you know, because we've all been there where we've been that bratty teenager. <laughs> right. And I also think it does add a lot more depth where she then has to realize that she has to protect her mom from her dad since he's known as like a bear, the bear king, because he slays bears. Yeah. So I thought that was a oh, good... I lost at- my leg. Oh, yeah. that I really like that. And something, so I looked up a list of Pixar movies. And so we, I literally, so also thinking about like how, like just at the time this came out, how people received it. I mean, there was Toy Story 3 and then Cars 2, which I think, I don't know if people realize that Cars was kind of going to be like the kid like series. That's just for pretty much kids. Right um so, yeah so more toys <laughs> so yeah we went for like one of the highest peaks in pixar's history toy story 3 cars 2 and then brave so i think we kind of like see that, like a 
That might have been part of the back in 2012 when I walked out of the theater thinking, eh, it was okay, coming off the high of Toy Story 3. Yeah, especially since, like, we, w- I mean, I haven't seen any of the car sequels because I have no interest in them. Right. Um, but, like, yeah, so we would have only seen Toy Story 3 and then you would have jumped straight to Brave. So, yeah, I don't know. I just like Brave, I liked it. I didn't love it. Like, yeah. like I said, that second act, first watch, just because I had watch, watch it again or not, you know, you don't have to watch it like tonight, but like, I think upon second rewatch, knowing what to expect now, where the story goes, you'll like it better. Yeah. But Which yeah, I I mean, I this, this is definitely, she's a good character for like little, you know, like we said, six to 10 year old girls. And oh, I, I, I think in that age range, she has a definite following. I mean, I see every Halloween, I see Halloween costumes for her. Oh yeah. And they even put her in Wreck-It Ralph too. Remember oh, yeah. when they're in the I love the print when they're in the princess room and then they're all saying something. Then she's just like speaking in like a heavy Scottish accent. They're like, she's from the other studio. <laughs> <laughs> um, the only other thing I want to add that I did really like was the bit with the all the sons, <laughs> like the one's just like super handsome but dumb. Uh, one that just speaks like in a heavy Scottish accent that nobody can understand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like the really nerdy or like the kind of nerdy looking one that's like feral Mm -hmm. all the suitors yeah yeah i thought that was great that was pretty good uh any last thoughts here i've got 23 seconds i mean as far as me like it was good not great not terrible even at pixar's worst they're still usually miles ahead of like regular run-of-the-mill kids movies yeah, I mean, I think this is definitely like star wise, three and a half stars for me, three and a half out of five. Uh, yeah, right now I'm th- I'm leaning like I don't just like a solid three, like it's not terrible, but I didn't love it. Yeah, still, still in the uh, lower half of Pixar for sure, but I don't know. I I enjoy it though overall. Uh, all right, well, yeah, I think that wraps up our review here for Brave. Let's move on here, Daniel. Let's talk the good dinosaur let me start the timer over again (laughs) okay i had a lot more written for the good dinosaur okay so as far as this one goes i just i don't know i for some reason i didn't see it in theaters i don't know why i don't know i think it was cars 2 just ruin my streak of seeing every Pixar movie in theaters which really bummed me out because I used to see him like religiously in theaters like from Toy Story 1 on right but for some reason I didn't get around to this one and then I guess the word went around they they nicknamed this one the okay dinosaur like eh, it's all right so I don't know I guess I just kept putting it off this only came out five years ago it feels longer for some reason but yeah 2015 yeah, I actually thought it seemed shorter. I'm like, holy shit, five years ago, and I've still never seen that? That's kind of crazy. But, but I gotta say, I like this one quite a bit, actually. I thought it was a lot of fun. I liked our main dinosaur character. Um, I'm trying to blank to his name right now. Let me pull up. It's Art, not Artie. Um, yeah, you should pull it up, because I can't remember his name. <laughs> That's really bad. All right, here we go, here we go. Yeah, like, we really like this one. What's the dinosaur's name? Oh. Yeah, you got Francis McDormand as Mama. Jeffrey Wright as Papa. Oh, it's Arlo. Arlo is his name. Arlo, yes. 
what was I saying? Arlo? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, that. Arlo. Yeah, Sam Elliott is in this. Yeah, the as T-Rex. the T-Rex. I no- I noticed him. And that Paquin was uh, one of the other T-Rexes. Oh, anyway, nice. so, yeah, so good dinosaur. I, lo- I got to say, I enjoyed this one quite a bit. I thought it was a fun story. Again, animation, just awesome. And like you were saying earlier, the water is just like, wow. I know. I mean, and the word just kind of animation nerds, like, that stuff matters to me a lot. Like, I still remember, I will never forget when I'm like, walked out of How to Train Your Dragon 3, I was looking over at Shaw. I'm like, did you see that sand? Like, it's crazy. It looks so good. She's like, really? The sand? And then you, we started recording. You're like, did you? The sand, though. And I'm like, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I mean, when we saw first saw that teaser trailer for uh, Frozen 2 and the water in that, which is oh, like, yeah. whoa. Looks like I they know. went out to the ocean and filmed. <laughs> I know. So, yeah, like, I thought that was kind of interesting. Like the dinosaurs themselves look very cartoony, but when you go like they, when they do wide shots of like the vast forest areas and like the landscaping, it looks so real. So yeah, it has no. a kind of an interesting like just position where like the characters are very cartoony, but the world looks severely real. Oh yeah. There's some like great shots too, like even close-ups on like trees and plants. Uh, there's a, there were a couple shots where it looked like real plants. So they shot Oh, I know. There was like a huge, like, ru- like sweeping shot, like above all the trees, and it was just so green and lush. It looked like they were just like actually just filmed like a forest and put it in the animated movie. Yeah, but what did you think of the uh, character and the stories overall? Um, overall, like I said, like you mainly only get character development from Arlo. Yeah, I mean, I guess out of the main characters, like, and the little human spot. spot. Yeah, spot. Like it's kind of like the only one. Like, his mom is kind of just, like, there. Like, she's very background, you know, because most of the, like, the first chunk of the move, like, well, not even the first chunk, like, early, he gets separated early on. I do, I I do, I want to say I love how this movie starts out. We start in space. We see the asteroid heads to Earth. Dinosaurs are just doing their thing. All of a sudden, it just passes over Earth. They kind of look up and see a shooting star and it's like, huh, all right, go back to eating. So yeah. I thought that was great, but then we skip forward to uh, you know what they say a few million years, and you got dinosaurs doing agriculture, plant yeah. farms, and everything. I thought that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, I really like that world building. Like it made sense. Like there's very basic, but you know, doable for a dinosaur. And something that like again going into this movie, I was just like saw the trailer. I'm like, okay, so yeah, dinosaurs didn't go extinct, and they kind of developed their own society. Not really, actually, the society, like, they develop, but, you know, we're focusing on, like, a farming family mm-hmm. that are just trying to survive the years by farming corn, and I didn't really expect for it to kind of have, like, a Western feel, like, a very, or at least, like, a very, like, boonies feel, you know, because, you know, they're not next to other dinosaurs. We don't see another dinosaur for, like, half an hour outside for of the main family. I gotta say, one thing I loved about this movie is I really enjoyed the uh, non-dialogue stuff. When we're just watching things happen and there's not too much talking back and forth between characters. Those are yeah. some of my favorite parts, I thought. Like when when uh, and he's hungry, he's trying to get the berries and he just can't. He keeps 
climb, trying to climb up and just, I don't know, just, but watching all the cool visuals, it kind of took me back to Wally just a little bit less dialogue, like the first half of Wally where there's just less dialogue altogether. But yeah, I, I enjoyed all the like, because as much as I do enjoy, did enjoy when the T-Rexes came around, we'll talk about that in a little bit when they came around, all that back and forth dialogue was fine, but it wasn't nearly as good in my opinion as when there was just less dialogue and you're just watching things happen in front of you. Right. Right. And that makes sense. I, I don't know. I kind of like the little fan that they set up. They got the dad, the mom, they're all of a sudden like their eggs are starting to hatch. We got, we got Arlo coming out of this huge egg and he's the tiny one. Then we got Buck. That was funny. Libby. <laughs> Biggest egg. This is an itty bitty dinosaur. And, you know, their names, like, actually work with their personalities really well. Like, Buck is kind of like the type of, like, it just sounds like the older brother that hassles the weaker, younger brother just because he can, because he's weak. Libby. Yeah. I I love Libby. I loved how she's like, hey, I sprayed water on you. Come spray me. And then she, like, bounces up and down. And he's like, I got you. And he's like, yeah, thanks for watering all the plants for me. That's pretty good. (laughs) I like that a lot. I I thought those were fun. Um, I was actually shocked. Like, I don't know why I was shocked, but I was really surprised that the dad just straight up dies in like a flood. Yeah, I I didn't see that coming. I was like, whoa. (laughs) I know. I was like, awesome moment right here. I know. I literally, like, I didn't think it was going to happen. And then all of a sudden, I'm just like, did he just fucking die? Like, stealing a line from Mallrat, she's fucking dead. (laughs) (laughs) Dead? So, yeah, that was, uh, that caught me off guard. I don't know if it should have, but it did. And the next shot after that is just his gravestone. And I'm like, holy shit, yeah. he is dead. They definitely confirmed, like, yep, dead. Just like, so, I honestly didn't expect to like this movie. And it took me a while to get into it. But once, like, the T-Rexes showed up, I'm like, I kind of, like, really started actively enjoying the movie, I guess. I don't know. I was maybe I maybe Brave was a good warm up because yeah, on Sunday night we watched Brave, took a, like a 15 20 minute break, and then we came back and we watched Good Dinosaur. So maybe I just warmed up because I was like into it right off the bat. I I thought it was fun. I enjoyed again watch just following the characters around. I lo- I did like the Mufasa Simba moments between the dad and him. Like you know what? I know you you don't believe in yourself that much, but yeah, I'm gonna help you try. You know you're gonna get there. And I do like the thing with the. Uh, putting their print on the uh what is it the side of their silo yeah just making their mark i like what i like about that too is they do like you know what it has to be earned like you do your job right you will earn it there's no not gonna be any free passes no freebies you gotta earn it and i I like that yeah but i also like i really like the dad like he felt very endearing like you know like even though arlo is definitely like kind of the screw-up of the family they don't treat him like a screw-up they just try and help him as much as they can by they try and help him by pushing him to accomplish things for himself, you know? Yeah. And I really like, you know, you could see like, you know, like, Oh, I'm just a disappointed father, but he never seems disappointed. He's like, you have got something inside of you, you know? And that he's I, just I like that to... father son moment when they're on the field with the uh, little, what light up bugs. Yeah. Those? Little fireflies. I really like that moment. <laughs> that was a fun moment. I enjoyed that quite a bit. Uh, actually... But, what do you think of uh? What did you think of him meeting um, little spot? spot the little human. I thought that I thought that was funny. It kind of I thought it was great. I mean, um, 
what this is something that kind of cracked me up and i feel stupid for it took me way longer than expected but like when spot's trying to like you know like spot like initially like digs him out of that like jam like where he got his leg stuck and he couldn't get out of oh yeah i was and, totally expecting a uh 127 hour moment right there that's, that's what i was thinking too i'm like 100 i literally was like oh 127 hours <laughs> That's uh, so funny. That's why I turned it to May and said the same thing. I'm like, oh man, is he gonna have to cut his own leg off? <laughs> well, I liked how, like, when he actually like runs into Spot again after that, he's trying to bring him food, and he just like looks disgusted. I'm like, well, yeah, it's still alive. Then he brings a bug, and he's just like, oh, you don't like the pinchers? Well, I'll just rip the head off. There you that, go. Yeah, that cracked me up. I did not see him just tearing a head right off. That was hilarious. Yeah, and then I'm like, oh, wait, duh, he's an herbivore. That dinosaur is an herbivore, so that's why he's, like, disgusted with all these things. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, of course. I, I, I did like watching their relationship grow. Uh, one one part that cracked me up is when they were on the ledge, and he pushed him, and he had basically, you know, he had forced him to, like, become a bridge. Yeah. And helped him, though. But, yeah, there are some good moments like that, though. Yeah, then they meet the T-Rexes, which, yeah, voiced by... Uh, Sam Elliott, I thought that was awesome. Oh wait, wait! Right bef- before they hit the T Rexes, I want to say they they like are eating rotten fruit or something, and they start tripping out. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was hilarious! How like the the human head was on like the the uh, <laughs> the dinosaur body and vice versa. I thought that was hilarious. It just that like was, that, that had me so cracking funny. up. <laughs> but I'm just uh, like I didn't expect a drug trip, but I just love. I how didn't it, like, know. And I'm like, this is out of nowhere, but I love it. <laughs> yeah, and I also liked how their relationship. Like the kid can't speak; they can they can understand each other. They can kind of communicate. That was the funny thing is all the dinosaurs speak perfect English, but the humans are just caveman dialogue, basically. Yeah, I mean, I guess I that kind of makes sense I, to me. I'm I like, thought it was great, and it's kind of funny how the spot has kind of dog characteristics you know as human but his dog characteristics he's kind of he he kind of as a human is to dinosaurs what dogs are to humans right but yeah i some of it got a little old as far as like the dog characteristics there's i didn't mind him crawling on all four and things like that but like having his tongue hanging out like a dog like patting like i was like oh, okay that's a little too much but right but otherwise um, yeah I thought it was kind of fun, and I did like watching their relationship. That moment where they're trying to explain, like, I got a family. Oh, you got a family. Oh, my dad's dead. You're. Oh, you're both your parents. Like that whole moment was good. I thought. Yeah, I know. Like that, I wrote that down too. Like how they're like communicating, like, oh, this is my family. Circles it, and then spots like this was my family, and then he buries like the adult figures. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I thought that was a really good moment. Um. Something like one of the drawbacks for me, especially like in the first half hour, I'm like, I want to see more dinosaurs like and what we eventually got more. But I still feel like I still wanted a few more dinosaurs. I mean, I did like the dinosaur that like had that like the wood camouflage. And he had all those animals hanging off and he's just kind of a weirdo. He's kind of spooky. <laughs> yeah. Like I thought that was hilarious. I liked all those animals. I remember the the bird's name was Debbie the pterodactyls and everything oh i thought yeah the pterodactyls were kind of fun too i love that part where they're like upside down jaws basically yeah sticking down from the clouds doing like a donut donut 
<laughs> I thought that was a good moment. I like yeah, that too. But yeah, yeah. I mean, we eventually get in the at least in the second act got to see quite a bit of other dinosaurs. I mean, that's when we meet the T Rexes. I did right. like the twist on the T Rexes, how they were nice and friendly. Yeah, I did see? like that. I like they're just like a humble rancher family. Yeah, and Sam I, I Elliott. Thought, Sam Elliott voicing it was great. I thought. No, like once the dinosaurs, like once they showed up, I'm like, okay, yeah. Now I'm definitely getting into this now. Like it took me longer than it took you, but like once we got to the T Rexes, I'm like, yeah, I, I like these guys. This is great. It's a great. Like he's learning. He's learning to be braver. He's like, you know, and I love the Sam Elliott. Where he's just like, you know, of course I was afraid. If you're not afraid when a crocodile bites your face, something's wrong with you. Yeah, I, I like the part where they're telling all the stories on how they lost things. Like how part of my tail's missing, how I got these scars. Yeah, part of her tail's missing. She went 127 hours and bit part of it off to get out. Yep. <laughs> Man, you know, I love the family. I thought it was that was great. And I loved like the redneck raptors. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which I thought that was hilarious. Um, I'm trying to think. But that's like that's just really where the movie started hitting home for me. That's good. Yeah, the touching moment for me was definitely when uh, Spot met that new family, and they kind of took him under their wing, and he wanted to go be with uh, Arlo, and Arlo was like, no, you belong with them. Yeah. That was very, very touching, I thought. Oh, I do like how they brought... Yeah, I wrote that down, too, because that was one of my big likes, is towards the end that he's like, when he's trying to, like, no, you belong with them, and to make the point across he draws a circle arlo draws a circle around them with him with with spot inside she's like no this is your family now Uh that was i thought that was a really good way to bring that back around yeah no i I thought so as well okay so yeah we gotta start wrapping this up here but uh i don't know i like this one quite a bit again i would say three and a half out of five stars probably but I, I would think this is better than okay. You know, this, again, got nicknamed the okay dinosaur. It's not, I would say it's not the great dinosaur, but it's definitely the good dinosaur. I enjoyed yeah. it quite a bit. No, I did too. I, I mean, this is kind of funny because this was almost a story more about being brave than brave was. Yeah, a little but bit. I guess since three years prior, though, they had a movie called Brave. They didn't want to call this one the brave dinosaur. But right. yeah, because I kind of felt, you know, it's about him learning how to, you know, overcome fear and I enjoyed that quite a bit. And again, you know, you got his dad pushing him. And there is that great moment where his dad, again, another Mufasa moment, kind of comes back and talks to him a little bit. Yeah. But Which I did like that. I, I don't know. I, I, again, I, I thought this had great moments, great animation. Um, I like the parts where there's less dialogue, like little to no dialogue were my favorite parts. Mm-hmm. But overall, I was pretty satisfied with this. I don't no, know. I think I, I, yeah. Right now, one. I'd give it a, a four out of five. Like, I did enjoy it a little bit better than Brave, just because Brave's like not going the way I thought it was, threw me for a loop for a while. Mm-hmm. They didn't really like get back on track until the third act. But, yeah. you know, like, while this took me a little longer to get into, because it's more or less because I'm like, okay, when's it going to drop the ball? Because, like, people like hate this movie. So I'm like, okay, so is it, re- when's it going to get bad? Like, what's going to be the moment where I just roll my eyes and be like, oh, I get it why people don't like it but it never happened so once i kind of like set once i got settled in i'm like okay i can actually start enjoying the movie yeah i think people need to go back rewatch this one kind of give it another chance i mean i can see myself as a kid if i was five years old i'd be watching good dinosaur all the time probably yeah you know what? if you're a parent and your kid wants to watch a good old good dinosaur 
definitely not a bad movie to watch. Well, the nice thing about that too is your favorite ones, like your Toy Story and stuff, you don't want to get ever get sick of those. So, Good Dinosaur on repeat is not as bad. Nice. Yeah. No, it's definitely not. I don't yeah. know. So, yeah, as I enjoyed a, this. As a, kid, as a kid, I would have loved this one, probably. And there's a lot of good callbacks, too. Kind of reminders of uh, The Land Before Time. Yeah, there was. Definitely saw some things that kind of reminded me of that a little bit. All right. Well, uh, shall we wrap this up here? Yeah. Yeah. So, that's our review of Pixel movies that we've never seen before. Brave and The Good Dinosaur. And gotta say yeah for me they're both better than i remember and or braves better than i remember and good dinosaur is better than people said it was in my opinion i liked them they're good they're fun it's pixar for the most part you just can't go wrong with pixar even their bad movies are like their bad quote-unquote movies are still pretty good yeah i mean this still might be lower half lower half tier but uh, you know if i had to divide into like upper third mid third and lower third i say these are both somewhere in the mid third yeah, they're definitely better than like the Cars sequels and definitely oh, yeah. better than Monsters University. Yeah. And I got to say, oh, for Brave, I enjoyed the score for Brave quite a bit. Yes, I, song, I do love them. The songs were good. They're fine, but they weren't like quite as like super memorable. Like I'm not going to be singing those or playing them in my car. But the score right. itself was, I thought, really good. Really well done. Yeah. No, it was. You're right. Good. <laughs> Glad you brought that back up. But. Yeah, I think I went through all the things that I really liked about The Good Dinosaur and Brave, and yeah, I think I went through all my notes. Cool. Well, why don't we uh, wrap this up here, Daniel? Um, yeah, we'll, uh, we haven't talked about what we're doing next week, but we will figure that out. Where can they all find been us, touch and go. <laughs> oh, you, They can find us online on Instagram and Twitter, movies underscore Bruce. Let us know what your favorite Pixar movie is. Let us know what you think about the good dinosaur and brave as well. Love them, hate them. Think they got a bad rap. Think they got a good, like the the rap they deserve. Let us know. Well, thanks everybody for downloading the podcast. Uh, we'll keep bringing you content during these weird times that we're all in. But uh, yeah, glad we can be here and provide some entertainment. Hopefully, it's yeah. entertainment. Hopefully. If you like what you hear, go to iTunes and give us a five star review. That'd be awesome. Helps the show. And uh, yeah, on that note, we will see you next time on Movies and Brews. Cheers! Cheers! Cheers!